Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello and good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam and I'm so grateful you are here. We are going to start with a review of the week. We have a new amazing incentive, y'all. When you write a review of the week and it gets shared on the podcast, uh, you get a $25 Amazon gift card. How awesome is that? This Amazon gift card this week goes to Yo Michaela. She says, you need this podcast in your life. Sam is so authentic in the topics she shares and there's no shortage of inspiration. I've truly enjoyed how she really points out the real real in a gentle but also firm way. Hello, let's get full out. As with many things in the universe, I found this podcast at exactly the right time. Each episode really helps me dig deep to evaluate what I'm doing or not doing. Am I living to my full truth? If you want someone to help push you to be your best self, Sam is the girl and this is the podcast for you. Yo, Michaela, girl, I am so glad that you found me. I am so grateful for this review. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please email me at sam at samanthajoharvey.com to get your free Amazon gift card. Today is all about pivoting. I feel like so many times we put pressure on ourselves to achieve the goals that we set that sometimes we don't allow other things to come into our life and we don't allow ourselves to truly release into the process and or pivot when we should pivot. So there's two types of people. I feel like there's people that set goals and then do them regardless whether they have to fight tooth and nail, they are going to make it happen and they, it's like, er, they feel all the tension and they're going to do it. Or there's people that set massive goals and then do nothing to reach those goals. And if you're a listener of mine, I am going to feel inclined to say that you are the first person. You are an overachiever. You might be a recovering perfectionist. You love goals. You love going after goals. Why do I say this? Because that is me. And like attracts like. So if you're listening to this, I'm going to assume that you're like me and that you love setting goals and you love working towards them, but maybe you run into some problems in this area. And one of those problems could look like, hey, I've set all of these goals in my life, in my business, in my health, in my relationship, and now I'm completely stressing myself out because I'm all over the place trying to hit these goals and I've stopped having fun. Does this resonate? Have you been there? Because I sure have been there. And I'm, I'm moving through a couple pivots in my life right now. And I wanted to share this because I was beating myself up for choosing to pivot. And I want to give you permission to pivot if something isn't working for you. Now, I want to be super clear that this is not saying set your giant goal. And if it's not feeling like it's happening, it's time to pivot. That is not what I'm saying. 
So in my business right now, we are going for massive, massive goals. We're working towards it. And even though it doesn't feel quote unquote easy right now, it's not the time to pivot. So if you are in something that feels challenging and is maybe testing you, I'm not saying pivot then. I want you to pivot when you know deep down that something is no longer serving you. So for example, I'm going to be real honest, you guys. I said that I was going to do a 30-day nutrition program. And this is a program I've done multiple times over the last couple of years, and it always makes me feel amazing. And the purpose of the 30 days is really to reset your body. It supports your liver and kidneys. It supports your digestive tract. And it really is a reset for the body. And I love how I feel after and on the 30 days. And what normally happens is after the 30 days, you follow a little bit of a stricter program. And then beyond that, you move into what we call lifestyle 80-20 plan. So 80%, you follow the plan. 20%, you have fun and you enjoy some life and some, you know, some various things, whether it's pizza, margaritas, chips and guac, you know, that 20% of living life. And I declared on my social media, oops, I declared that I was going to do the 30 days. And what ended up happening is that, y'all, I started going on dates and I realized that I didn't want to be that person going on dates with a nutrition plan. Have I done this in the past? Yeah, absolutely. I've done this during holidays. I've done this during, you know, all sorts of things, going out to movies, hanging out with friends, and I've been able to follow the program. However, right now for this particular time in my life, Instead of feeling empowered by that choice, it was starting to stress me out. And I was getting so stressed out that I made this declaration of I'm doing this 30 days and then feeling guilty for wanting to go on dates and you know what? Have a glass of wine or have a margarita or have a dessert if I want to have a dessert. And you know, part of me was like, well, Sam, you can still do the program when you're going out on dates because it's definitely possible. However, in my life right now for where I am, my number one purpose is to have fun, have fun in my business, have fun in my social life, have fun in my ooh, dating life. If you've been listening to a while, you know, that's super exciting. Have fun. My goal, my number one goal is to have fun. And because this declaration of doing 30 strict days started to feel very stressful to me, I had to give myself permission to have fun and to release and pivot that goal. And there's a couple other things I want to share about this. However, I really want you to know that like, this is even hard for me to share. Like in some crazy way, I feel that the fear of judgment. I feel the fear of feeling like a failure. When I know, hang on, hold the phone, Sam, what do I know to be true? I know that my sole purpose right now is to have fun. I know that by me showing up and being honest about something that's kind of dumb, let's be real, it's not that serious, Sam, that I'm going to give you permission to be really radically honest with yourself. And I think that this is what this is really about, radical honesty. Would it help my business if I followed this 30 days 100%? Of course, absolutely. Would I feel really amazing physically and emotionally in my body? Absolutely. But is the stress of, do I want to go out on a date and not have a drink? And do I want to have my Rockette girlfriends come into town next week and not do a girl's happy hour? Is that more important 
than saying that I completed this goal. And right now, the honest 1000% truth is no, it's not worth it. So I've decided that I'm going to pivot. And my pivot is not throwing in the towel and just eating shit for the next month. The pivot is saying, hey, Sam, go back to 80-20. 80% you are on plan. 20% there, you go get to have fun on a date. You get to go have happy hour with your girlfriends. You get to go eat that ice cream, uh, Snickers ice cream bar that's been sitting in your freezer for the last however long because your friend bought it for you as a housewarming gift. So I'm giving myself permission to pivot. I want to share one other pivot in my life that I've made recently. And maybe you'll resonate with this one. I love, y'all know I love declaring big goals. And I decided, hey, I'm not a runner, but about three months ago, I thought, wouldn't it be cool to do a half marathon by my birthday? My birthday is October 4th. And I knew that I would really need to train for it because let's be real, um, me running for three miles is is my limit. Like that's what I would do. I would drive to the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. I would do the loop, my nice three mile loop. And that was a really, really hard, good workout for me. But I decided, Hey, I needed something. And especially in that time in my life, I was still moving through the breakup. I was trying to figure out what it was like to be single, to have that kind of part of my life really blow up in my face and running felt really therapeutic for me. And so instead of letting it just be therapeutic, the person that I am is like, hey, let's make a goal out of this. Let's, let's train for this. So I signed up for the Nike Run Club app and I set a date for my half marathon, which is 13.1 miles, 13.1 or 13, yeah, 13.1. Um, and I started training for it and I was really loving it. I loved the regimented uh, training plan. I love that I was running three to four times a week and it felt really good also because in the pandemic, I wasn't doing anything else. I was not able to work out in another gym. I literally was running and I'm just not a huge fan of working out in my apartment. So I was finding that challenging, even though I had really awesome workout videos, that was just a challenge for me. So the running worked, working towards the goal worked and it felt really good. And then guess what happened? I decided to move. And if you've been listening to the podcast the last couple weeks and months, you know you've been on this journey with me that I decided to move from Pasadena, California out to the beach. I'm about three blocks away from the beach. I have this beautiful new apartment. It's really exciting. But y'all, when's the last time you moved? Do you remember how stressful it was? <laughs> oh my gosh. Trying to get the boxes and plan all of the, you know, transferring all of your utilities and moving, changing your address and actually physically moving and getting in a new spot and being like, oh my gosh, I need this, this, and this. And, and what happened for me was that moving became the priority. And if I'm being a thousand percent honest, my business has been my priority. Unapologetically, I have put so much focus and energy into my business that at the time of starting to train for the half marathon, my business was part of my priorities, but my health and my mental health was really number one because we can't have really more than one priority. You have 100% to give in a day. You don't have 110. So if you only have 100% to give in a day, you have to divvy up where your priorities lie. And for me at the time of starting to train, my emotional well-being and my physical well-being were number one. Unapologetically, that is where I was. That is what I needed. However, as I moved through the heartbreak, as I moved through the grief, and as I found a new zest and excitement around my business, my business, I kicked that into high gear. 
I love, love, love my business. And I felt this new energy of excitement and passion and fire to really build to the next level, to the top level in my company. And so that became priority number one. And then I moved and moving has to be one of those giant priorities. So within the scope of my life, knowing that I only had 100% to give and a portion of that is just to like surviving, you know, like eating your food and taking your dog for a walk and getting, you know, just being a human being and doing what you have to do, like pay bills and do your laundry and that kind of thing. I only had so much left over to give. And then with my business being at the number one priority and then adding moving in, which had to be like 1A because there was a time limit to the move, I had to let something go. And the thing that I had to let go was that training for the half marathon because once you get into that like six mile and up training time, it takes a lot more time than doing a quick half hour workout. I would have to spend more time taking care of my body, stretching, actually going and doing the run, planning my nutrition around the run. And I quite honestly stopped having fun. It started to feel more stressful. Now, do I still want to do a half marathon at some point? Absolutely. But in the scheme of my life and the priorities that I had currently or at that time, I had to let it go. So this is just another example of allowing your priorities to shift and saying, you know what? Some goals are incredible, but the timing might just not be the right fit right now. And so that's what I decided. I said, okay, I'm going to let this half marathon go. I'm going to get into my new apartment. I'm going to focus on my business and I'm going to be really excited and feel joy and feel fun and feel energy around the priorities that I'm choosing. So I say all of this to give you permission to let go of things that you thought were important or you thought were priorities but just might be adding more stress to you. Physical stress, emotional stress, they're not worth it because when you're in the energy of stress, when you're in the energy of overwhelm, when you're in the energy of, oh my God, am I gonna get there? Is this gonna work? Like I just feel my gut clench and my jaw clench and everything feels bad in my body and it feels hard. That is when it's time to release. That is when it's time to take a deep breath in and exhale it out and give yourself time and space to ask yourself, is this serving me? Is this just one of those speed bumps that I have to move through and go over? Or is this actually a roadblock that is telling me to take a detour? And for me, the 30-day program and my runs the resistance I was feeling around those things were roadblocks that were saying, Sam, make a left turn, make a right turn, stop going down this road because you're stressing yourself out. And I know that when I stress myself out, when I lean into overwhelm, when I start to feel not good, it impacts my business. It impacts my personal relationships. And if I come back to what is right now the number one priority for me, it is my business. So I need to give just a little bit in the other area so I can maintain focus on my number one priority. So if you feel like you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off because you feel like you need to be number one mom and you need to be number one business leader and you need to be number one at your day job and you need to be number one dog mom and you need to be number one in your health and fitness and you go like, you can't do that. I'm going to tell you, you can't be everything all the time. Yes, you can be and do everything. 
but you can't do it all at the same time. Ooh, that distinction, that gets me. Because you know that I'm the queen of saying like, I am everything. I can be both and. But guess what? You can't always do it at the same time. You only have 100% to give at any given moment. So where are you choosing to put your energy? Let go of multitasking. Be focused because you're going to get so much more done when you're truly 1000% focused on the one thing at hand than if you're trying to do a million things so-so. Like I'd rather be an expert in the moment than be like so-so with a bunch of things at the same time. So be very clear about what your priorities are. It's amazing to have a bunch of goals, but you can only focus on one goal at a time. I can't say I want to promote in my company and run a marathon and go on dates and take care of my body and be in the gym and take my dog for a walk and do all of that in the same hour. It's just not going to happen. I'm setting myself up for failure. You are setting yourself up for failure. If you're trying to be everything at the same time, you get to choose your top number one priority, figure out your action steps and what you truly need to do to achieve that goal and focus on that priority. And then you get to sprinkle everything else in around it. It's kind of like this analogy. I don't remember where I first heard this. I think I was in a college class. You have a glass jar and you've got your big rocks. Like you've got some big rocks to put in there. Those are your number one priority. So you fill the glass jar with the big, like big rocks. Those are your number one priorities. Then you've got some small pebbles because you can only fit so many rocks in your glass jar. So then with the time that you have remaining, you, you put in, you know, a few pebbles to take up the extra space. And then what else can you fit in there? You pour some water in. That is a full tank. That is a full glass jar. So you, you have a limited amount of rocks that you can actually put in the jar. There's a limited amount of pebbles that you can put in the jar. And there's a limited amount of water that you can put in the jar. So start with the big priorities because those rocks want to go in first. If you start to fill your, your tank with water first, you're not going to have space or room for the pebbles or the big rocks. So choose your big rock, choose your number one priority, your number one, two, and three priorities maybe, and then figure out how to make those work. And then you know what? If you truly need to choose a different rock, a different priority that is not in your glass container, you've got to take some stuff out. So that is where the pivot happens when you've got to take a few rocks out so you can fit in a new rock. And guess what? Life changes life. I mean, what's that Volcom? Do you guys know that clothing brand Volcom? I used to love it. It's like a skater brand when I was a kid. I thought it was so cool. Um, and I remember their slogan was the only constant is change. I mean, and I know that's like an overused thing, but the only constant is change. So you get to allow yourself to either move through the speed bumps while you're on your way to achieving your goal or you hit the roadblock and you maybe slam into it a little bit. You go, oh, let me put this in reverse, e, 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 reverse, make a right turn, make a left turn. This is not the direction I want to go. So I'm giving you permission right now to pivot. That does not mean stop going after your goals if things get hard. It means getting really honest with yourself and saying, is this truly a priority of mine right now? And if it is a priority, then you will figure out how to make it work. You will figure out how to set boundaries. You will figure out how to enroll your friends and family in supporting you in that priority. And then you're going to freaking go for it. So if this podcast resonated with you, please take a screenshot, share it with a girlfriend. Let me know what are you working on right now? What feels challenging that you're deciding and committing to work through? And where are you deciding to pivot? I think the last six, seven months has been full of pivots in everyone's life and everyone's businesses in everyone's relationships. So give yourself permission 
to pivot so that you stay in the vibration of fun. Fun, fun, fun. I'm gonna remind you again, go do something fun today and reassess those priorities. Have the best day, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.